<laughs> so on PC. Oh my God. So unawoke. Oh Lord. Yeah, but it's happy hour, right? It is. It's you and me, man. It's, it's been funny. three weeks. Yeah, that's too long. Well, man. that was after a break of a couple of weeks, so it's yeah, uh, yeah. So but, it's really uh, just you been... know, you're a world traveler, so we had to catch up, you know, over yeah. the pond, back over again. Yeah, yep, yep. they're living the life of Riley. Now I don't know fucking who Riley is. I don't know why everybody talks about him all the time. Me either, but he must have had some airline miles. Um, yeah, so been back in Spain for two weeks, but uh, two and a half weeks now. Uh, but for the first two weeks, we were all living together in this right. little one-bedroom apartment, right. and it was not as bad as I had expected. Um, I had a mattress that I uh, that I would lean against the wall behind me, and when it was time for bed, I would like put it down underneath my desk and and sleep. And my wife and the two kids took the bedroom with a mattress on the floor, and it generally just sort of worked. Um, the uh, Sometimes we would come back from the beach and everyone would want to have a shower and, and with only one only one bathroom, there would be, right. be sort of a queue. But, uh, and how general, far is the beach? Is it a walk <clears throat> or a drive? It's a five-minute drive. But um, but in August, it's a five-minute drive followed by a 35-minute search for a place to park. Um, oh. So it's a little bit... And walking or biking is in and Well, you don't have bikes, do you? No, we do have, we do have bikes. Um, but... Biking when you're all sandy on the way home uh, doesn't feel <laughs> like it would be nice. I don't know. Oh, God. So Sandy on the way home. <laughs> you're sandy in the car. <laughs> yeah, but you're not We uh, went to the beach as well, no. man. We went to the uh, Big Lake, Michigan. Nikki and I, we went to Lions Beach, mm -hmm. which is uh, a beach in St. Joseph, Michigan, one of the top 100 beaches in the world. If you care to look it up, post it. Ooh. It's an interesting uh, note. Silver Beach is uh, the one that's award-winning. We were a little bit, bit away from that. The water was great. I went in a couple of times, and uh, it was real small rocks that was difficult to walk on until yeah. you got tip deep, and then it was sand. Nice. And I mean, perfect sand. And so the trick was to you know walk on your hands, floating in the water. On right, the, right, right. Avoid the snows. I'm tender-footed. Well, some you would love. Are, some people aren't. You would love our beach. Our beach is the finest sand I've ever seen, uh, but you have to go out like 200 yards to get up to tit deep. Like it's so so shallow. Uh, um, is it warm? Uh, it's a little bit like whoa, that's cold when you first get in, but then it's lovely uh -huh. when you're in. Uh, yeah, this exactly. wasn't even so much that. This was warmer than that. This was oh my, this is rather warm. And of course, just when you get to you know ball deep is the first impediment. <laughs> that's right. cold. And then tip deep is the next. It seemed to be your sexual organs are all akin to how cold the water is. And right. they do funny things. You don't ask them to. You don't expect it. You don't You don't wish that it didn't happen, but it happens every time. Oh, what's it's, that? Whoa. It's not, yeah, it's not every day that you're, uh, that you're uh, you know, sensing the world with your nipples. You know? That's right. That's right. It's, At least uh, I, I generally don't. It's thankfully, it's thankfully frequent enough. <laughs> indeed. Indeed, indeed. So let's see. Our house project is coming along more slowly than expected, as as expected. Did you move back? No, not yet. And uh, so you're all still crowded. Well, except that uh, my wife took the kids because I'm on oh, Rodriguez, right. uh, Rodriguez this this week, and she's going to come back and leave them there for another two weeks. 
Uh, so it's uh-huh. just going to be um, the two of you, the two of us here. A romantic, and, exactly. And this is a this is a perf- this is a really nice sized apartment for one person and pretty good for for two people. But yeah. uh, beyond that, it gets gets tight. Yeah. Um, and so in that time, we're hoping to finish. I don't know about everything, but um, they're they've painted all of the upstairs and the stairwell, and they've painted all the doors, and they've um, and now they're painting the big uh, living room. And today, for instance, they had to um, they had to paint the wall where the where the um, where my internet connection comes in. And so they they came over and said, uh, "We need to unplug this internet thing for a couple hours." And I was like, "Okay, I can." I can get enough connection with with, with my phone, uh, but it's coming along. It's looking it's looking good. I mean, the, yeah, you're happy? The, the floor is filthy. I think it's going to be nice. Uh, yeah, I, I we're going. I think we're going to be very very happy. Yeah. And um, while she was here, uh, my wife and I went sofa shopping, and we are super picky sofa. Like I would imagine, we, we as want. am I. I've owned <laughs> the same sofa, which cost me twenty years ago thousands of dollars. Right, and I still have it. It is built so well, so firm. I sleep on it occasionally. I did last night because it was too hot upstairs. But right. yes, I'm I'm with you on couches. I pick them, and I pick them because I want them to last just about a long time. Well, and our our main problem is that uh, we're so different in height that a sofa that's perfect for her is too small for like the the dimensions of uh, from your back to your knee and then from your knee to the floor. Uh, are different, but a, different a, a, a little person can make it fit on a big person's couch. Well, the she wants to have her. Not true. The opposite is not true. She wants to have a her big feet person touch cannot the... work it out on a little person's couch. Yeah, but she wants to be able to have her feet on the floor. Well, you buy her a little a little stool <laughs> with a step on it. <laughs> there you go, honey. Well, you know what you could use that'd be cheap enough. Those uh, they're like uh, they go over the uh, a toilet for a toddler, mm-hmm. and there's one step, and then there's a seat. Right. Well, you could. You could do that. Plus, she'd have a place where she'd sit on the couch and she wanted to slip off because it was so big. Right. Uh, so we, but they, um, the modern sofas have uh, they're adjustable in ways where you can uh, pull out the bottom part from the from the back to make them a little bit deeper and stuff like that. Anyway, we spent several hours. The first hour going and sitting on every single sofa in this huge warehouse and being like, nope. So nope. after you sat on five or six of them, did you say, so far, so good? We did. We did. And it, it, although it was really so far, so bad because it was, we were, it's, it's really quickly to, it's really easy to say, nope, not this one, because you, you feel it. You didn't give it a score so you could. No, because there were so many, we didn't mind, you know, just discard, no, no, discarding no, no, so many. No. You never but, but then the, the the sales lady came out and she explained all the terminology and the features of the sofas that we we didn't know or didn't notice, and also she did a great job of assessing our needs and and having you know she took she said okay I think maybe this one and then we would say that's too firm and then she and then she like sort of did this decision tree where she uh, where she could cut out half of the things and then focus on the ones and finally we we got to one that uh, that we really like and. Uh, but you bought it. We're we're probably going to buy it. We uh, we need to run it consider, by the consider yeah, your finances. Run it by the the uh, our interior designer guy to uh, like see what what colors should should be chosen and yes, stuff like that. But, right. Uh, but I think so we. I had a, I have a question. No, so, do, does it do you did you get uh, sitting chairs along with the couch? 
<clears throat> Excellent question. Are they the, recliners? Uh, so my wife, I, I don't share this with her, but she's for a long time wanted to have two sofas in the living room. And we have barely big enough room that we can accommodate that. But we also did check out some some recliners and and they were they were quite nice. I think we're going to get one of those too. They're the cat's ass. We've got a, uh, we got two of them in, in the house. And most of so most of the sofas and the recliners these days are electric in some way. Like you, you can plug them in and then uh, I wouldn't say most, but they're available. At least that's my experience. But I didn't go shopping like you did. So yeah, it's 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 definitely most. It's um, it's sort of like. Getting one that uh, is manual is sort of like getting a manual drive car in the States. Like it, oh, you could find them, but not uh, anymore. I got you. Well, it's been a while for me. And so, um, uh, so anyway, but the, the, the one, that, the ones that, that, that we were shown are, uh, are quite easy to operate just with, with some, some leverage. If you learn where to hold it, push and, and pull and whatnot. So, um, we're probably gonna get one of those to, to put on the, on the other side to, uh, so your and, TV is in your living room, no doubt. Yes. yes. On, how big on is the screen? Big, I'll bet. Uh, well, we're going to get a new one, and I'm going to get the biggest one that fits in the in the furniture piece that the guy is has uh, is building for us. Uh, Fifty four. It's, it's going to be fucking huge. Uh, no more like eighty five. <laughs> but it's a big room, so like you don't no, sit you know, so close to me, the TV. You told me that staying with you, you know, I said, hey, how? How long would it would it, would you know if somebody stayed with you in your little apartment over there? After how long would it feel like too long? You know what you said. What did I say? Three months. <laughs> I said, "Oh my God, that's where I'm going to retire." Nikki, I'll see you. I'll see you in exactly three months. Bye. That's great. <laughs> so anyway, that's 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 my plan. Um, I haven't done the shopping, but I generally know the the type and, and right. model and stuff. So um, you've uh, you've been busy. I understand. Did you finish your binge of? Uh, of the man who fell to earth i did what an interesting television program i i i was glued to the set i was fascinated from point one to end point i i can't say enough about it i was surprised again and again so okay say say more like, no that's it that's my summary you just said that's you can't say enough report. about it that's <laughs> you just did. no it was it was really good i um took me a while to recognize the the protagonist um he was in uh, 12 years a slave and probably got an oscar for that uh but he did an amazing job and the he's also in westworld big uh, time I, I believe that he plays he plays a younger version <clears throat> of, of bill who uh Astounding. Another story, though. But yeah, uh, and he was fucking crazy. He was crazier than a bed bug, which made it all the more riveting. And as it turns out, he was a dunderhead. You know, the the, the, the false uh, raid and the lost lives and his miscalculations and never quite getting it right and oh god who are you, who are you talking about the uh, the cia dude okay okay you, so you're okay you, no i was talking about the um he's not the protagonist the the, the alien guy is the guy i was talking about oh and what, i know what, what, i know the cia guys in westworld oh, oh i see ah no i forget his name it's hard to pronounce but um <clears throat> one thing i noticed is the way one trick that he used to seem alien is uh 
is he would not move his arms when he walked. Right. Keep his arms at his side and, and walk like that. And it's really hard to do. But if you walk like that, you're going to look like a weirdo. Right. You know who else does that? Speaking of Westworld, Dolores. Hmm. When uh, Dolores makes copies of herself in different uh, facsimiles of, of people, mm -hmm. um, you know that sh that they're copies because they walk like like her. She made two copies of herself and put herself in other bodies. So there were three of her. Okay. And all three of them, regardless of their physical attributes, had her, uh, uh, you know. Brain, mind, whatever. No, uh, persona. Chip. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, all together, and history, and uh, which backfired on her because, because just like she would, they were independent. <laughs> it's like, what did you think would happen? Anyway. Yeah, I feel I, like having kids. Back to this. So, um, But that must be a, 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 just a known Hollywood trick of making someone look like an alien or, an, or, a, or a robot. Oh, I don't to... know. I don't know. There's well, we know that that two two people have two people have done it. But I, now that you mention it, you could probably think back to Martian. I movies. bet. I bet if you go back and look at say Mork and Mindy, I bet they might be using that. Oh, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> but it anyway. was pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, it, I I enjoyed the whole the whole arc of the thing. Um, a couple of little tidbits that I noticed along the way was that. Um, uh, Edie, the the black woman that was helping him, uh, and no, that was Justin. Edie was the was the was the was the evil English corporate girl. Um, they both wore uh, the same gold ring earrings that were just like the gold coins that he brought to to pawn. Isn't that weird? Ah, interesting observation. And I also. It's it's not the first time I've seen this trope, but I I love the idea of a super genius that uh, has in the same way that uh, you you get your movies about um, like super fighter people that have retired from the from that, and then someone comes back and bothers them, and they have to kick a bunch of ass. Uh, I like the the mental version of a super quantum physicist that uh, is sort of hiding away and doing menial labor, but then it needs to be called upon to uh, do great things. Right. Uh, I like that that right. storyline. Well, and, I, 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 and, and, uh, what's the dude's name? Bill, um, Bill Nye. Nye. Yeah. Who, who was in He's amazing. the best Christmas, uh, Love Actually. uh, movie ever. Yeah. All I want for Christmas, right? Love Actually, I believe. Is the one what is it? Love Actually is the Christmas movie he was in in big. Oh, it was Ensemble. Yeah. Right. Right. With, uh, the that's, British that's where I got Emma to. Thompson. Yeah, well, lots, lots of British people, but yeah, and uh, and Alan Rickman, yep. who was so fun. and Colin Firth, and yeah, he got busted so bad. Oh yeah, Colin Firth, which was I love that story. That was that was the heart of it. You know, the whole town coming out and him learning enough Portuguese to right to be exactly. able to. to yeah, that was, I love that because there wasn't there wasn't much not to love about that movie. But yeah, I remember I ended that. up falling in love with his uh, with his manager, right. <laughs> That had uh, you're the love of my life, as it turns out. Right, uh, and yeah, he was he was great in this too. He he's great at portraying that like strange old hip strange British guy. Um, so I did actually some extra credit homework, and I went and I watched the original David Bowie version. Oh my word! From 1976. Aren't you eager beaver? 
And so you remember Bill to the front of the class. You remember Bill Nye's character. His name was uh, Thomas Jerome Newton. Yeah. Uh, and he had come 45 years ago. And turns out that's Bowie's character. Oh. That movie's from 45 years ago. He 45 years ago. 76. Yep. Ah. And he also came and was very thirsty. And he also had a bunch of rings with him that he pawned to to get spending money. And in a very weird, like, don't think about it too much turn, he, like, the first thing he did when he got to Earth was go to the patent office and register all these patents, which is, like, the the whole, one of the key points of the, <laughs> of the series. And the and the businessmen are like, well, wow, looking at all this math on the on these sheets. And, and, and he says, how much is this worth? And they said, I don't know, like, 300 million? And he was like, oh, is that all? And, but he's super, he's super weird, of course. And he, he's got his, his girlfriend, Mary Lou, who we turned, who turned into the nun later in life, uh, who was super religious and got him hooked on gin. How about the bees climbing all over her face and her, that was, that was really weird. her as a, as a form of penance yeah. for, what, for what she did. There was no mention of bees in the, in this, in this one, but, um, it, what did surprise me it's, was it's, well, and it's just it's a good example of the enriched writing that took place, you know, with the right. core of the of the book. You know, I'd right. love to go back and read the book, but the 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 highlight to me, and I'll remember this, and I, I I didn't go back and do any review, even though it's been a while since I finished it. Um, so so this is with some distance from it. The highlight to me was when we learned that they were going to all come to Earth. And what that meant to the world, considering the inevitable mix of DNA that uh, Justin's dad, uh, maybe you know the dude's name, the character's name, Justin's dad. Uh, no, um, but wow, he that was an amazing performance too. Oh, uh, astounding. He was so good. I, so, I, so good. I, 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 the scene where he went in and, and uh, said, wait a minute to his granddaughter and went in and started playing guitar. Yeah, it that was amazing. Was, <laughs> it, it was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll take some of that DNA. <laughs> and just how much, uh, how much he loved jazz, and how it was, it was a little cheesy. How uh, like the solution to the to the equations was jazz, man. You had to improvise to uh, to solve the whatever equations he was working on. Um, but you know, that's kind of kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, it's so great to see the. The culmination of all that in the, the I love the uh, space travel segments that were amazingly graphic and uh, credible somehow. Um, right. You know, and him and his former body, his former self, before right. he morphed, climbing out of the fucking hole, man, where the meteor hit. That, that opening sequence is enough to you know when you're Never watching that you. opening sequence you're you're hooked right exactly you know it. i mean you know it's going to be a roller coaster as you might imagine the uh, space travel footage in the 1976 version is uh different less detailed yeah it's uh, <laughs> like rockets on a string lasers and, Remember and the stuff, old yeah. uh, flash gordon when they when they literally were uh had uh cardboard rockets on strings and no. you could see you could see the strings and the light this was right, right. i was you know <laughs> six years old so it was you know 61 years ago probably a little bit before your time a little bit the other thing that surprised me about this 1976 movie was all the sex it's just non-stop sex 
and oh really yeah it's it's so um the there's just there's just so much of it uh and uh like the alien and justin no 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 this is the i'm talking about the old one which is just yeah, uh, but, well, uh, it was not justin no it's mary mary lou mary yeah. uh yeah they they do a whole bunch and then there's other there's like a college professor that joins the company and but before he joins the company he's just like sleeping with all the co-eds well how graphic is it i mean they're not there's no nudity in it it's all full full nudity no shit both sexes <laughs> yes no shit there's so many pubes which surprised me that that movies were like that and uh, back then but like <laughs> yeah. can you imagine getting cast to roll around naked with this huge pop star uh in in a movie like that's gotta be no, weird i can't with that particular pop star if i'm allowed to switch and do another pop star then yes yeah. i could imagine it <laughs> but it uh yeah they i don't know if they needed to get butts in the seats or something and they put a whole whole bunch of whole bunch of sex but uh one other thing that i noticed this is the last one that um his one of his employees that uh the guy that's the um the college professor that uh that's sleeping with all these people is played by someone we've mentioned before on the podcast with the best name ever, uh, Rip Torn. Oh yes, uh, who went on to be in Men in Black, another yes. movie, and, and and several other just iconic films. Which, he, he I I've never seen him in a bad role that if I can that I can recall certainly not off the cuff here. Right, I've liked him in everything he's ever been in. So anyway, I thought that was interesting to uh, great name recognize him. It's funny best, that his mother named him Rip with a last name like Torn. I know. It's like what? Guess what? You, you I got saw, off the thesaurus and was like, I "What saw, do we name the boy?" Uh, I fell into a movie the other day that I was surprised uh, and, and happy was "The World According to Garp" with uh, Robin Williams. Yes, and um, John Lithgow. Oh, yes, <laughs> an amazing performance. And um, who was the uh, the woman who played his mother? Was Glenn Close? And Glenn Close, this was her first movie. Wow. This is her first movie. And um, his girlfriend is Mary Beth Hurt. Now, when you uh, uh, think of The Family Man, which I'm sure you've seen with Nick Cage, right? Yes. Yes. With Tia Leone. Yes, yes. Um, I've seen that. His secretary, when he's the rich industry leader, is Mary Beth Hurt. Okay. Uh, matured in her uh, 60s by that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing that and then seeing this when she literally looked like she was 14. Wow. And she was perfectly cast. <clears throat> and uh, what a weird movie. I read all the reviews, too. I did some research on it afterwards because I was interested in, in what, what, what people thought of it. It was, uh, in, by today's movie standards, very cheesy and, and, uh, right. in, 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 in ways. Robin Williams, I mean, was so contained uh as to be unrecognizable as the manic comic right um i have not actually seen that movie um but i i definitely need to the um i saw there's this great youtube series i've I've said i've sent you some where it's um famous actors uh going through some of their most iconic roles yes um and i I saw one with with uh lithgow um and what did he say and he mentioned the the world according to garp and how he um he he auditioned and didn't get it and, you know, was kind of, uh, down, uh, cause he really liked the book. 
although he was curious about how they could turn that book into a movie. And then for some reason there was a there was another option, another time to go and read one more one more time. And he had just read a book by uh, by a transsexual woman talking about what that's like, and he brought some of that to to his reading, and uh, and they whatever it sort of clicked. They said you're you're too tall, but we'll take you anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, just a fascinating character. Um, and so I've seen some some clips of it, so I know a little bit of the story, but not not much. Well, I, I think you captured it when you said. Lithgow didn't know how they would possibly put the book into a movie. And as it turns out, a lot of people think that that still hasn't been figured out. <laughs> <laughs> we saw yeah. that movie and said, uh, I don't know. Um, others loved it. But uh, so, yeah. So hey, uh, I've got a, a project of the week. This is a, this is a picture of a house built in about 1939. Okay, got and it. Uh, stone foundation, you know, I've redone the foundation. The, that was a part of the story a couple of weeks ago, episode, mm -hmm. whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, that was a good and, one. And uh, I moved now, since my son has gone doing uh, construction work in Arkansas, in Little Rock, I'm doing the windows. And so when you look at the window, there's a wooden frame that's screwed in, and it's a storm window. And when you pull the storm window off and you look at the back of it, it's pristine wood that looks pretty much the same it did, a little dirty, mm -hmm. when they put it up in 1939. All wow. one piece, all together, these metal clasps. Perfectly sheltered. The, the screen in, or the, in this case, the window in. And down in the basement are the screens. Um, but once you take that off, then you have behind there a double pane rising and lowering window. All the windows need glazing. It's all dried and cracked. What, does that, what does that mean? Glazing a window, the the little uh, putty stuff you put in to hold it in place, along uh, with what's called pinpoints, which are uh, the modern version of the pinpoint is a is a M shaped little tiny little tack, and on the bottom of it is a point, and so uh, it's got a couple of fins on it. So when you put it on the glass and you push it in, the pointy end goes into the wood, and the M holds it into place. And there's a little upright to keep it perfect. It's a great invention. Back in the day, they used to use little tacks and a little hammer. <laughs> it's like, we don't do that no more. So I glazed them uh, instead of using glaze, which takes two days to dry. I found a YouTube video to confirm my suspicion that I could use spackle, which is a substance that is built now um, that it is so light that it's like uh, picking up something a little bit heavier than soap bubbles. <laughs> and you put it on your blade, and when you, you know, you put it in your area there to hold the glass in, which is a, a triangle. It's a V, right? Okay. You know, and and you and then you you wet a putty knife, and you give it a, a large putty knife, and you give it a, a, a quick, and that's all got to be painted. It's four coats of paint, wow. two coats of primer, two coats of finish, and each window takes me a little bit more than eight hours of work each and there's 12 of them okay sounds like a project well i'm on number i did number two today <laughs> and, and two of them are on a high ladder so but to give you an idea I, I i i was looking at the windows and thinking i brought paint from home to paint the storm window burgundy against a yellow trim board quite mm -hmm. you know poppy pop 
oh, well, that's cool, man. Uh, but realized, of course, thank, thankfully, ketchup and mustard, baby. Yellow that I had certainly didn't match the aluminum siding that's in parts of the house that I don't want to replace, nor do I want to paint. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and buy a, a white a gallon of white, forty-three dollars for a gallon. I got ten bucks wow. off. But anyway, in order to match the aluminum, I need to get a piece of aluminum. And I look, and one of the windows, one of the window sills, has an aluminum siding cap put on the windowsill. They just cut it and hammered it and fashioned it. And it looked like it was, one of the nails was loose and I could easily remove it from the window. So and take it with me. It was about, you know, two feet long. And when I went to pull it off, the whole windowsill came out right from underneath the window. Uh, have I lost you? I guess we're going again. It's bizarre. So your, um, your window pane story. Oh, so uh, I uh, needed a hunk of tin. I saw a loose piece of tin that was a cover over a windowsill that somebody Hold had on, fashioned to keep the windowsill from rotting. And um, I went to uh, take the tin off, and the whole windowsill broke off in my hand. <laughs> Oops. Oops. So that's a fix I got to make. That was a silly mistake. So, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it's enjoyable work. It's not uh, jackhammering, and it's not bad on my back, and it's painting a little bit of carpentry, not much. But I, I, I thought maybe I could do two in a day. <laughs> Foolish me. We we have some jackhammering going on. Uh, down below this apartment is my kid's school, and they are ripping up. The, yeah, they are ripping up the entire playground. Uh, concrete playground area and the nearby streets and are redoing it all uh, this summer vacation. Making it and, green uh, space? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, they're going to they're going to add more parking. Like, they're taking space away from the kids and giving it to the cars, which kind of sucks, I think, is the plan. But um, they're going to have a nicer, newer park, and I think they're planning on doing, like, a little rock climbing wall or and stuff like that. I don't know. But it's a, it's a bit noisy all day long. Yeah, right outside my window. But whatever. yeah, well, I'm awesome. glad to be. Uh, I'm glad to be on a ladder painting. I'm up and down off the ladder all day, but rather than uh, jackhammering. Hmm. Both have their ups and downs, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey. So uh, um, I have uh, gotten into a version of Netflix, The Old Man, with Jeff Bridges. I have seen all of that. In fact, I rec- recommended and, it to you. Yes, and it was like, oh, you damn fool, you still can't get Netflix. Well, Netflix apparently sells it to FX, and FX plays it with commercials. I don't think it's on can't. Netflix. Huh? I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's only on FX. With commercials? Uh, the that That's how I watched some of the episodes at my parents' house, because they had really? it like and you can skip through the commercials with maddening um, number of commercials yeah they, they they built you can tell it's not a netflix show because it's structured to have commercial breaks there are oh right i think right. the writing has is made to have uh breaks in between but well, so I'm how, how up with it you've but seen there's seven episodes that i've seen so seven you've, you've seen them all that, yeah it that, ends it. that way yep that's the end it ends with him patting him on the back walking into the 
uh, into the airport and the or the military of uh, wherever they landed their their jet. Right. And her being discovered okay. as the third passenger, in fact, the old man's daughter. Uh, the old man is the is the terrorist. It's the Afghan. Right. That's the old man, not Jeff Bridges' character. Uh, I mean, not the Chase. girl, the, the 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 FBI agent does arrive at at the terrorist's house. Yes, is the last and, and it is discovered at that moment that she, in fact, is the daughter, his daughter. How's that who discovered? Was, who was stolen? Who was stolen by his wife and her lover some forty-five years ago? So Jeff Bridges is not that not that father. No. And how is this no, known? That's and that was the that was the, the third person in the two seats. Oh, that she was the third person. She was stolen. That was the mystery. Oh, okay. And, okay. And so th that was the. Uh, I, I understood that it very well might have been the climax because that was the discovery, and yeah. the old man. Spoiler alert. Who, yeah, yeah I'd say. <laughs> I'd say the, the old man was dressed in his finest, and standing ready to greet her. Right. Right. And uh, uh, and uh, well, I, let's be honest, they're all they're all old men. I, well, the the name of the series was intentionally driven by him as an old man, but John Lithgow's character um, ended up in the final episode referring to him as the old man, uh, and that was right. when you realized oh, the series is actually named about this old man that was also like the point of discovery saying oh my god this thing is going to make a major twist and a turn right and switch from john chase's <clears throat> character Dan to Dan the Dan. king of uh, this the the, the, yeah. the, this, the hoped to be king of, of afghanistan um yeah. her former husband the it certainly ended in a in a um sort of a plea to book us for another season did you did you not gather that this was his daughter? You you didn't you didn't get that. They they the, for the whole time it was that she was Jeff Bridges' daughter was yes. was the going thing, and yeah. uh, it didn't. I didn't think hard enough on the oh if she was if she was on the plane then it's then she had to have been born. Which well, they showed the yeah. scene of the mother taking the child out of the bedroom where the father was the old man at the time a young man was yeah. sleeping they showed you that scene damn i must have missed the, that scene in the yeah hmm. that the mother took the child and yeah, okay, he couldn't okay. kill or he took the child but he couldn't kill him he was supposed to kill him right right and he couldn't kill him in front of his daughter right right and so right. he took the daughter and that, that they showed that scene him with the gun pointing at the old man him picking up the daughter who looked to be about five or six um but that was why it was so uh that was the aha moment it discovered in the ending not too terribly long after that right 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 okay boy it's a good thing i have you to uh, explain well, to me. I, i'm a little bit shocked it's the central it, it is in fact the central uh riveting finality of the thing it it's like holy fuck i didn't expect that right it's a bit like missing the Statue of Liberty at the end of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, like, Lord. Hmm. oh, Lord. Well, uh, but um, what I'm what I'm taking of is, you know, um, 
uh, Brennan, the, the, the woman. Uh, yes. Uh, their characters. And why am I so bad at knowing these characters' names? But she uh, was in that um, great series from long ago, many, many episodes ago, of the people that were taken apparently uh, uh, in the rapture. Yes, Le- leftovers. Leftovers. She yes. was the non-speaking yep. woman, yep. all yep, dressed yep. in white. Yep. yep. And yep. here she is now, some ten years later, certainly, maybe yep, not ten, not. maybe not ten. Mm, yeah, but ten. Did you notice? And this is, uh, and, and I almost hate to bring it up because I love her, but the, how bow-legged she is. No. Oh my I god! You need to go back and look at when the opening scene when she's walking from the car. She looks like she looks like she's just got off a very round horse. Anyway, she's riveting. She's riveting. Um, and Bridges is just unbelievably sound. I mean, he he's good. Yeah, just every every moment uh, with him is amazing. The um, <clears throat> so remember that John Lithgow video that I what I said where he talked about his different roles. Um, that was recorded after the old man, and he talked about this role, and he talked about how. Uh, he had, you know, on the very short list of actors he w- was dying to work with, Jeff Bridges was at the top, and that uh, they had never worked together, and that uh, and also they weren't together a lot in the filming of this because their characters right. were in different places. Um, and before I before it was even out, uh, he, he talked about how there's this one scene where we're driving in a car through Morocco, um, yeah. and he said that um, we that took us six days to shoot. And he, so he spent six days in, in a car with Jeff Bridges, and he said that uh, they just became best friends, trading stories and telling jokes and um, just bonding. Um, six and, days. I know it well, and it, it had six cars in it. Right. You know, <clears throat> explosions <throat> and, and, and John Lithgow's character. Uh, you know what I love, too? When, uh, when they first flash back to... Yes. Uh, Cage's, uh, Chase's character when he was a young man, Johnny, yep. when he was a young man. Riding up on a horse. The dude, yes, that dude who played him is the same guy who played a young Mickey Rourke in, um, uh, uh, what's this, uh, Ray Donovan. <laughs> okay. And he played big time episodes, but he does, a, he does a voice impersonation early on and then doesn't do it much after that of Jeff Bridges to let you know. And the way the camera angle is, it, it, it captures him. But how about when his character meets up with John Lithgow's character, who's a young 35-year-old man yep. with glasses, right? And nailed the voice. Yes. Just nailed John Lithgow's characterization. I, I laughed out loud. I thought it was so good. Yep. That, that is good. So I just looked up that actor. Um, his name's Bill Heck, which is a... Who? What name? The the guy you said was in Ray Donovan. Um, and turns out, uh, did you know there's a Ray Donovan movie? Yes, saw it twice. You saw it already. Okay, so and you are right. He does play young Mickey. Yeah, it was um, a little predictable, and if you've been soaking in that universe for a while, it probably would be. Yeah, um, but it, I was struck by how old. Um, he looked and acted hmm. kind of out of shape, maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, who, am I, who am I to judge people <laughs> in shape or out of shape? Yeah, oh, indeed. my word. 
interesting. Uh, I I know that um, that that woman from um, she Amy Brennan Brennan or whatever her name is. Uh, she had a TV show. Her a long name's time not ago. Amy. Her first name is the name that's strange, and it's no. Brennan, I think, rather than Brennan. It is Amy. Amy. Yep. Uh, and, no, and her character is Zoe. But, yeah, but yeah, the, the, the actress's the name actress is Amy. Is, Amy is short for something because that's not her first full name. Well, I think it is, but no, but she, uh, she, I got to know her when she was playing a character named Amy, the titular character on, um, on a TV show called Judging Amy. I don't know if you saw that, where she, uh, she plays a, a judge who uh, has to. No. Um, it was in from 1999 to 2005, um, and she she plays a judge in a juvenile court, or where she's huh. she's always she's always deciding either how to punish juveniles or uh, like custody cases. And so she does a bunch it? of, hmm? How was it? It was great. I, I, yeah. I used to like that show a lot. Um, Lots of characters or more about the judge? I mean, it's her, her family um, is, is constant. Uh, her family is played by, her, her mother is played by uh, Tyne Daly of Cagney and Lacey fame. Uh, but anyway, um, it, it was a good show. Uh, very thoughtful, you know, empathizing with, with, with the kids and trying to be an honorable judge in a way that, uh, that was fun to watch. But yeah, very episodic. You know, any, any Law & Order type uh, movie, uh, TV show, you can make it so episodic that every, yeah. every, every time there's a different case and you can right. keep on that case. Right, so, right. But yeah, right. she was good in that. Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, it, the weather here, speaking of weather, has been so fabulous. 75 degrees, light breeze, 80-something in the sun at the heat of the day. But the side of the house I'm working on is in the shade at Let starting at 2 o'clock. Um, but I just love this time of year. I, I And it, it stands in such contrast to winter, which I'm, I've got to rethink my winters. Yeah. I can't be miserable. I can't travel like I used to. I used to be gone so much of the winter for right. years and years. And now I'm not. And it's like, I've got to figure out. And I used to cross country ski. I don't think I want to do that. Maybe I should just cross, you know, if there's enough snow. Uh, yeah. You live in a place think, with, with harsh winters. I think I'm going to start uh, to learn how to ice fish again, rejuvenate okay. my ice fishing career. Well, anyway, I shouldn't be talking about winter now, but the sons of bitches and the, the media are talking, you know, and the sales are now, and they're, you know, they're putting winter clothes out in the, in the stores. They and, do that. It's, it's so annoying. My, my wife like, hates that so much. Give me a break, would you? It's not. It isn't time to change the season. I'm, yeah, forgive me. They they must have figured out that that's profitable in some way. But it's I, I well, hate it. well, you don't. People don't buy stuff unless you put it in front of them. That's true. Pretty good theory. But, <laughs> but there, people. What what's what's true is this: people aren't buying stuff for summer anymore. Well, that's, that's for sure. There's your issue. But at least go I, with autumn, right? Not winter. It's been super hot here. We uh, actually, oh, wow. when I was in the when I was in the states, they had r really bad heat waves here. It was up to a hundred, and and remember, no air conditioning. And uh, but this week, it's gotten up to close to no ninety. No air conditioning at your dad's house? No, here in Spain. Oh, oh, oh. when I was there, it was really hot here. I so oh, I missed oh, that oh, part. I but now it's really hot here, and I am here. Uh, it's and not no quite as hot. But uh, I've just been working with a fan in my face all day long. Uh, oh, plus, my like uh, 
high 80s, 90. But, oh. but with no well, AC. That's not, yeah. that's not too terrible. I, I, 80s, I mean, I'm in 80s now. and We were in the 90s hot. We went to the beach. It was 90 degrees that day. We sat in the shade of a tree. Yeah, that gets hotter than shit. You got to yeah. move the air around. That's the only way to do it. Exactly. And uh, and this apartment is all south-facing, so it, it gets the sun throughout the entire day. Uh, you can make and, an air conditioning unit out of a five-gallon pail in a couple of hours for less than 50 bucks, you know. Just YouTube it. Yeah. Of course, if you doesn't, cared doesn't about it. Does it require ice? No. No. Sorry, my cat is attacking something. Oh, um, what the God's name you were looking at? Because I know you're alone. I know, right? <laughs> I forgot about the cat. Yeah. Oh, is Lord. It... Well, I'm, a, I'm on a, a Rodriguez uh, starting on Friday. My Very wife's nice. taking uh, old pop band up, up north to go see his uh, other daughter and their mm-hmm. extended family. I'm a, a, bit, a bit sad I can't go, but I had said, we both had said early on when we were thinking about our summer, she said, and I agreed, how much she didn't want to take this trip and she wouldn't because right. it was too beautiful here and we were already gone for over a week when we went camping and we just hate to leave i you know we agreed sure. on that and then she changed her mind and i didn't Oops. and um i ended up lining up i'm doing this construction work at my son's house but because my son is uh off for the summer he's doing jobs and i bid on the doing the spray washing and spray painting the fence next door my neighbor so we're going to do that when we come back and he's going to make about four or five hundred bucks in three days i'm going to make uh, a couple hundred maybe i hope he'll do most of the work and i won't have to do much but um but i'm doing that while she's gone in rodriguez i'm also uh take you know i told you how i took the concrete slab out back and, and painted squares in i showed you pictures. yes yes and uh the next step of that is to stain or dye those big pads uh, a, a shade of some one of 12 colors and i'm just going with a with a gray hmm. but that'll 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 be what i'm doing while he's doing the other work and uh gotta keep busy gotta gotta have a project otherwise well these windows are a bitch man. <laughs> they take so long imagine four coats of paint and the primer dries in an hour solid because mm-hmm. it's a, a special quick drying primer and one really good brand of paint I have dries hard coat in two hours. And uh, the cheaper brand of paint dries hard coat in four hours. And so I've got four different colored paints and they have different drying times. And anything that's going to take four hours to dry, you better plan on getting it done sometime mid-morning. Right. Because uh, it'll be dry two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And I don't, like today, I had a hard stop at quarter to four. Mm-hmm. I spiked put it at three thirty. Went to the wide, took a shower. All this time, my truck battery died, so I've got a super little uh, pack that I've been that I bought that isn't any bigger than a battery pack for your truck. Yeah, and it's only about yay big, the size of a, a woman's small a small purse, mm-hmm. um, and uh, comes in a bag, and you charge it in your car, and it's got two little clips on it, positive and negative, and um, it charged it. It started that car up twice one charge but my battery shot so i gotta get a new battery yeah i would get a new battery for you it's gonna be like 170 bucks for a fucking battery well ouch but you're gonna make that painting fences so <laughs> well yeah there it goes as my <laughs> as, as my wife taught me years ago repeat after me there's always enough money there's always enough money there's always enough money 
Mm-hmm. Somewhere over the rainbow, <laughs> birds fly high. I know over the rainbow there's a sty in my eye. It's red and pussy bothering me, and I don't know what will happen to me. I could go on for hours. Seven more verses. <laughs> Second best, same as the wolves. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She'd been married seven times before, and everyone was a Henry. Henry. No one was a Willie nor a Sam. Nor a Sam. I'm the Eighth Old Man, I'm Henry. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am. Third verse, same as the verse. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. And you get it. Excellent. You got it. You know where I first heard that song? In the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Whoopi oh, Goldberg really? and Demi Moore. The the way that, that Patrick Swayze, the ghost, convinces um, Whoopi Goldberg, the medium, to help him is by oh, lying, lying on the floor all night long singing that song yes. until she just can't take it anymore. And she's like, fine, I'll, I'll go and try and find your, your girlfriend. That's right. That was about the last movie. I, Whoopi Goldberg was a great actor. Remember The Color Purple? Her yeah. acting debut, I think. It's astounding. Well, listen, man, I got to go. I got to fluff off, baby. I'm going to listen to some live music at O'Duffy's Pub. All right, we'll see if we can stitch these recordings together. And, yeah, uh, well, uh, I'll just leave this on, of course. Yep. And uh, ciao, baby. It's ciao. Great to see you. Yeah. And I'm so glad you caught up with with your homework, man. That's good. That's yeah, good. man. We get the score. Exactly. Ciao. All right. See you next week. Okay, that's it for episode number 157. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 157, where you can find the link to the John Lithgow interview where he talks about his iconic characters. I even put in a link to The Life of Riley, if you remember that from the throwaway comment at the beginning. Anyway, support us at patreon.com slash happy hour. See you next week.